Hello and welcome to another episode of the Show Me Mo School Facilities Podcast hosted by Joshua Peach, that's me, and MSPMA, the Missouri School Plant Managers Association. I'm excited. This is out of 200 plus podcast episodes that I've either been on or recorded. This is the first time that I have a guest with the same name, Josh. <laughs> so I've got Josh Schaefer with me now at the Winsville School District. And so I might sound like I'm speaking in the third person, but I'm not. I'm speaking to my guest, Josh. So, Josh, first and foremost, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for making some time here today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. No, this is and, and you're a see you're a seasoned veteran because uh, you've been on the Burke Jones podcast, <laughs> yep. uh, which Burke and I have a, a friendly back and forth yeah. on because he is just knocking out of the park yeah. across the river, next mm-hmm. to the cross state lines in Kansas with his podcast. Um, so I'm not going to haze you too bad. Right. But uh, so we're here today in Lee's Summit. Um, let's talk about MSPMA first, because I think sure. MSPMA is just a, a really uh, amazing organization. It is. Um, how did you get involved in and you're on the board, you're mm-hmm. the you're a chapter region pre- president. Mm-hmm. Um, talk about a little bit of the organization. And, you know, first, how did you decide that you wanted to get so involved mm-hmm. and be a, a free servant leader? Because board members right. don't get paid, right? No, so, yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> I think the, the my involvement was uh, I took sort of a roundabout path there. Mm-hmm. Um, one day I was working at uh, Parkway School District as the facilities manager, and I was uh, I had been out making some runs during the day and checking on some staff and facilities folks and su- supporting my team. Yep. And I got back to my desk and I had a missed call from uh, Dr. Charles Brazil from St. Charles School District. Yep. And uh, I don't even know who this guy is. And like, what the heck's going on here? And uh, so I, I called back and like, it was, hey, uh, good friend of mine, uh, Charlie Branham, <clears throat> wanted to, uh, you know, wanted, yep. to, wanted me to, to touch base with you. And, yep. you know, I have a, a position open over here, over here and uh, for director and said, you'd be the guy for it. Yeah. And so uh, fast forward a little bit, I, you know, got over to St. Charles there. And uh, one of my, I can honestly say one of my best friends now and truly remarkable human being, Dr. Charles Brazil, uh, yeah. kind of got me hooked up a little, a little bit deeper with Charlie there. And, uh, and uh, here we are. Uh, Charlie Real didn't give me much of a choice. Charlie doesn't give anybody no, much of a no, choice. No, he doesn't. He is, uh, it's amazing, first of all, his network, right? Mm-hmm. He's got this amazingly wide, ne- he knows every school district, he mm-hmm. knows every person in the industry, and he figures out how to connect the dots, right. and he he kind of shows you the things that you're interested in that you don't know that you're interested right. in, right? And then Absolutely. all of a sudden you get into this thing. Um I, I got a question for you because uh, it's it's fascinating. I've had the honor to be on the outside looking in with you guys with a number of things, this podcast being one of them. But mm-hmm. one of the things I've gotten to do is sit in on a board meeting. Right. And your board meetings are very unique. Uh, first of all, there's, you've got a, a good number of folks, probably close to 20, if not 20 mm-hmm. board members. Um, the There's boards that just go along, right? They just... Yep, nod their heads yes to everything. Um, there's boards that have these, you know, well, some ego to them, and there's a, this conflict, unnecessary conflict with them. Um, very rarely do you see a board that can have question, disagreement, whatever you want to call it, but really use have the absolute respect for everyone. It's like everyone checks their ego at the door. Everyone mm-hmm. comes in. The, the feeling of everyone being equal, everyone having the stage or the platform to share 
what they want. Like, has it, has it been like that since you've come on the Absolutely. board? Um, do they have like a conversation with you, which says, Hey, we don't all need to agree, but we all need to respect one another. Like, is there some, no. is there some magic, like, is there some magic concoction that they have you drink? I mean, it's just, it's, it's amazing to yeah. watch. I, I'd like to say there is, but there isn't. I think that's, I think that's just something we all sort of understand when we, yeah. we, when we volunteer for this, we, yeah. we all know that we're doing, we all know we're doing the same things, yeah. but we're all doing different, the same things in different places. So our demographics look different. Mm-hmm. Uh, our geography looks different, but we're all doing the same thing. So working in between those lines and figuring out where all our commonalities are, it's, yeah. it's a great thing. That's where the, I think that's how we all check our egos at the door because we know we're all dealing with the same struggles. Yeah. Yeah. Paul, Anastasia and I left your, uh, your meeting and we just kind of looked at one another and we're like, that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Like they had, you guys had call to action. You didn't leave anything on the table. You didn't table no. anything. No, so it wasn't like, you didn't open up a discussion and say, let's table this for the next meeting. We should have a lot of that. Like, let's have a meeting to talk about a meeting, to yep. consider a meeting, and then we'll discuss it all at the mm-hmm. next meeting. You guys literally have, you know, something's on the table. You you go through it and you say, this is our call to action. We're all going to meet Thursday virtually mm-hmm. to vote on this or to do this. It was really interesting. So mm-hmm. uh, I hope you guys keep that going. Um the the other piece of the association that's really cool that, that and why I'm bought into it, like why I'm all in on Missouri is um, there's a lot of these organizations around the country. Wait, including the hockey team you're all in on? No, no, no. Oh. No, I'm not in on the hockey team, the baseball team, the football team that you guys that's are. Fair. I mean, that's uh, fair. And, I, and I got Kansas City Blue Be Awesome shirts that, that yeah. I, I could, didn't even realize that that was the color mm-hmm. we're now calling it. Yeah. Uh, but no, the sports I'm passing on. Everything else, Missouri, I'm, I'm in on. <laughs> Um, which Kansas City Royals and the, the uh, Cardinals yeah. are both playing today. Yep. Um, Indeed. And, and we're leaving just in time. <laughs> so, um, but uh, no, what, what's really interesting to me is what we're here today at Lee Summit and right next door, you've got a half day core certification mm-hmm. workshop. You, you guys have built a whole certification component, seven stages, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I did, I, I, uh, moderated yesterday for this new uh, half day idea of, um, bringing in, um, best in class leaders and, 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 uh, programs and moderating folks that don't, the, the job isn't presenting or speaking there, but they have an incredible, uh, knowledge of understanding. So building an engagement program, you guys are constantly like raising the bar, but putting all of these programs together and Missouri is a big state. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, big state, you talk about demographics, you know, I think you guys have, um, it's like less than 30 if you're almost 500 school districts or mm-hmm. um, over 3000 students. Like you have the, the large percentage of school districts are rural, um, you know, a couple hundred, you know, somehow might even only have a hundred students. Um, but you guys deliver an incredible value in education throughout the year. Um it's really kind of a powerful thing to watch because there's next door, there's a hundred or so facility professionals mm-hmm. here um, determined to do better. Yep. Right. Um, how hard is, how hard was that to kind of get moving and get rolling? Cause I saw 40 some odd graduates that got all of mm-hmm. the certificates that you're, that was the largest one. Right. right? Um, how hard is that to keep that momentum and that energy going? Uh, Cause at some point, you know, well, do I need to do this? What do I need right. to do? But it seems like you're you're constantly giving a shot in the arm of mm-hmm. infusion of energy. I, uh, you know, I I'd like to sit and take credit for any of that. I don't think I can. I, right. I I think when I came into 
into my role with uh, with plant managers. Yep. A lot of this was already established, and I think a lot of that goes to uh, some of the, the seasoned vets that yep. I'm, I'm now working alongside and Charlie. Um, keeping some, like as you said, the shot in the arm, keeping some of that going yep. is, you know, for me, I, you know, I'm, I'm regional president for St. Charles, St. Louis, all that. And so keeping those, keeping those, uh, those regional meetings going, those quarterly meetings where we talk about roofing or insurance uh, claims or uh, lead abatement or asbestos, things like that, keeping those things going, uh, uh, having an agenda and and keeping, uh, keeping the players and and going, you know, I have uh, had an interesting opportunity, uh, not not interesting, a a good opportunity to meet uh, Sherry Pittman this morning. I'm looking at her business card right here. She's from the Biome Steam School in St. Louis, and she's now taking uh, part in some of our classes because she wants the certification. And she's at a charter school in St. Louis. Oh, wow. And uh, one of the things I told her this morning was, uh, well, if there's any time I can ever be, uh, you know, a reference or if you ever need anything from me, feel free to reach out. This is, in my opinion, this is one of the strongest networks yeah. in the state <clears throat> in terms of associations and committees you can be on because you can't lose. Right. Uh, I've said the same thing to my little brother who's about to uh, take over as the uh, director of operations or facilities at Northwest School District oh, no in kidding. Jefferson uh, Jefferson County, Missouri. Uh, and I'm trying to get him involved in this too, and I think he's uh, I think he's going to jump on board with us too and start taking advantage of all we have to offer. But uh, in both of those conversations, I've said basically the exact same thing: you cannot lose with this network. Yep. You need information. You need, uh, you know, you need a, a template, anything. It, it's here. Yeah. You can't, you can't fail. Well, Kyle Gorell, I did a presentation yesterday. He was in Lee Summit mm-hmm. and he shared the indoor air quality checklist that, oh, yeah. he, that he, that he created with a few others. Um, and they created it and they shared it. It's on the MSPMA website mm-hmm. and it's shared for everybody, um, which is, a, it's got great best practice and a checklist of these are the things that you need to do to maximize having a good indoor air quality for your right. school. So that just that alone is worth mm-hmm. the price of admission. So I think you're spot on. This is great. The great way to transition. Cause I didn't know your brother was yeah. a facility director. So it runs yeah. in the family. And apparently it does. Yeah. Typically you see, you know, father, son, uh, I haven't seen a dynamic duo of yeah. two brothers. Um, first of all, how did, how did you get into this business? Like, did you, you know, when you're four years old and you, know, you were out, you know, riding the bikes with, <laughs> with everybody and like, you know what I want to do when I grow up, you, you might want to be an astronaut, but I sure. want to be a director of facilities at a public school district in mm-hmm. the great state of Missouri. So I will, uh, I'll give you the long story if you have time. Oh, absolutely. So my father, uh, uh, rest his soul, uh, worked for special school district for close to 30 years. Yeah. And, uh, in those days, the receiving and shipping dock was over at the administration building, which is located at 12110 Clayton Road, which is now the administration building. But back then, they had a, a dock over there. And uh, he worked in shipping and receiving in the warehouse. And that, in those days, that's where it was. And so on weekends, he'd have to, you know, come in and work overtime over the summers to get, you know, yeah. get shipments out so that the teachers had all, all the supplies that they needed. And so... To your point, you, I know you're tongue in cheek, but yeah. it's true. Four yeah. or five years old, I was in a warehouse uh, for, you know, St. Louis yeah. in St. Louis schools, just kind of looking at things and looking around and just hanging out with my dad. Um, you know, I was not the the type of guy that liked school uh, school at all. Yeah. <clears throat> I didn't like sitting down and being in front of a classroom and and being told <laughs> what I need to learn. I was the, I'm the kind of yeah. guy, and still am very much. I like to learn what I what interests me. Right, and uh, so. 
I I just I just hated sitting in a classroom. I think my penance for that is now serving yes. in, in public schools. And so uh, I went to school to be uh, an HVAC technician after uh, high school. I didn't do the four-year thing. I did the two-year thing and uh, worked at special school district after my father. And no, then, I didn't know this. It's, yeah. This is cool. <laughs> yeah. So it was father, son, son. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, worked at special school district for a while there. Um, got an invite from a friend to go work at uh, St. Louis University where I I was a technician there for a little while. And then I was lucky enough, you know, they say in life, timing's everything. Yep. And uh, had an opportunity one day to kind of shine in a, in a, a really sticky situation with a flood and everything else. And someone who uh, was in a position of, uh, of, of, of power noticed that and said, hey, why don't you, why don't you come work with us? I see a little bit more in you and I... Yep. I, I'll give that individual a lot of credit for that was, that was kind of my start. Yeah. And, uh, really loved everything I did at St. Louis university. Right. Yeah. And, uh, the history there, the, the sprawling campus and just learned a lot, Yeah, but it's, it's where I cut my teeth. And then, uh, yeah, they were talking about some, some cutbacks and things like that. And, uh, that rep sort of reputation I had with special school district. I had an individual there that was the head of human resources at the time mm-hmm. reached out and said, Hey, I know, yeah. The university is looking at cutting back and um, thought about you immediately, but you may want to give K-12 a shot because uh, I heard Parkway's hiring for a mm-hmm. manager position. I didn't know anybody, <clears throat> excuse me, yeah. at Parkway at the time. And so I I put in for it and yeah. kind of showed them in, in an interview what, what I thought I was capable of. And uh, then I went to St. Charles as the director. Yeah. Uh, passed a fifty million dollar bond issue, which we're st- they they are still working on and moving forward on a bunch of uh, LED upgrades, mechanical upgrades, and building additions, all kinds of great stuff over there. And now uh, I'm uh, doing doing basically the same thing at Wentzville, just on a on a grander scale. Yeah, that's a uh, that's a pretty that's a pretty cool story. It's a mouthful, especially. But no, <laughs> it, well, I mean, it's it's cool because um, it was a father son mm-hmm. thing, and uh, I'm sitting there listening to you, and I'm saying. Yeah, I'm a, I was I was a five year high school grad, and uh, when I left and I finally graduated on my 19th birthday, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I tell people all the time, I didn't spend five years because of my poor academics. I wanted to line up a couple of special occasions, right? And so I, I my my 18th birthday uh-huh. wasn't on my 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 four year graduation, but it was on my five years. So mm-hmm. I just figured I'd take the extra year. Um, <clears throat> but I can remember, you know, walking, getting my diploma, and being like, I'm never going back into school you know, mm-hmm. back into the schools again. This is great. I'm gone. I went to, to community college for, uh, you know, close to three years and I'm still considered a second semester freshman and under double secret probation. So, mm-hmm. you know, when I left there, I'm like, I'm done with schools. And 27 years later, I've, I've set foot in, um, in thousands of school districts around the country mm-hmm. and, and over a thousand colleges and independent private schools. Um, and I love it. Yeah. You know, you find that you love it. You find that the, the purpose that you had when you were there is not the purpose that you have being mm-hmm. here. And it's, it's kind of, kind of neat. So yep. um, interesting how things uh, come to fruition like that. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, 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 it's one of those things that, you, and I tell people, you know, I don't, I, I, I can never promote curriculum. Mm-hmm. I can never promote the importance of, of English and science and social. I think they're important. Oh, for sure. But for me that, that wasn't what was yeah. important. What was important was having a space where there was hope and love and comfort. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize it as a child. Mm-hmm. I realize it now as an adult, it was like you had your friends, you had the camaraderie, you had the the programs, you know, there's so, so many different programs for you to kind of figure out, you know, what you like. Right. Yep. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's tough stuff to it too, but 
the importance of that facility being the cleanest, healthiest, safest space mm-hmm. that you can possibly make for those kids, especially kids that are in tougher positions, right? The kids that don't have a home to go to or don't have a family that necessarily loves them the way that they deserve to or have a space that doesn't, you know, they have a house that has a mm-hmm. leaky roof. I was just telling you about my leaky roof before mm-hmm. we got on here. Um, and the operations team, that's who makes that happen, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. Uh, and, and sadly, so many of them say, I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm just a custodian. Last night, I was having a, a conversation with one of the attendees here, he says, well, I'm just a technician. And I said, well, you're just a technician for some of the most important space Absolutely. in your community that provides for not only students, not only faculty, but all of your community citizens have access to your buildings. And you make sure that the lights go off and on, that it's comfortable for them to walk in and out of the water's not coming through the roof, that all these things <laughs> that they walk into your buildings mm-hmm. and then they're happy. You're, 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 get, you're delivering happy. Mm-hmm. So Try. you can say you're just, a technician, but put all that other stuff with it, uh, which is important. So um, that said, what's how big is Winsville? Winsville uh, covers about uh, <clears throat> roughly 100 square miles, a little less. Yeah. Uh, one of the fastest, if not the fastest growing school district in the state of Missouri. Yeah. Uh, we're growing at a clip of, uh, I think, between four and 600 students per year. Wow. A few of our buildings are busting at the seams, and we're already looking at uh, building uh, another feeder pattern here at some point. Uh, that's that's uh, that's something where we're we're working with demographers and you know, looking talking to the county yeah. and cities, local cities, and and how do we how do we support that? Right, you know, if we're booming the way we are. How do we support that? What's so, a, what's a student yeah. enrollment right now? Like roughly? Oh goodness, uh, I think we're I want to say somewhere around twenty thousand. Oh wow. So yeah, so yeah, that's that's a uh, that's a pretty considerable yeah. give or take. Cons- we're in that window somewhere. You're talking about five you know, percent oh, yeah. growth um, year over year, and your average elementary school mm-hmm. or middle school is about six hundred oh, kids. Yeah. So you know, if, if you're set and set, if you're set right now with, mm-hmm. with uh, square footage for the kids you have, you literally yeah. are looking at building a new school I've, every year. I've only been in this position with Wentzville three three months now, and I walked into. Uh, a building called Frontier Middle School, and when I walked into Frontier, I took a look around. I was like, "Holy cow, this place! This is this is as big as a high school." Yeah, it's as big as a high school. No, no joke. You walk in there, holy cow, this is a huge building. I'm gonna have to put that on my uh... yeah. Paul, we got it. We got a school. We got to do a tour of here. All right, Frontier. What's on the list? I'm just I just wrote it Frontier down. Frontier Middle. Frontier Middle School. We're putting on the list. So, um, so you've been there for three months. Mm-hmm. And how many projects, construction projects or school projects are currently, did you walk into that were already, because you get three, this is something that that people that aren't in, in this space don't get is that you're Mm -hmm. in one of three spaces with, with your school, with projects, right? You always have three things. You always have projects you just started. Mm -hmm. You always have progress. You always have uh, projects that are ongoing middle and you have a project that's closing out. You always have those three things happening. For sure. So when you walked in, how many in progress projects were? There's a handful of in progress projects that were just <clears throat> they're sort of in the de- design slash we're getting ready to bid this out phase. Yeah. Uh, Timberland High School Auditorium is getting a new roof this summer. Yeah. Um, the nurses station at the Holt High School that's getting a complete renovation that's getting taken care of this summer. Then there's a there's a there's a big handful of uh, in house yeah. projects that we're taking care of too. How hard is that? Uh, I've never asked this question, but 
you know, how hard is it to walk into <clears throat> projects that you didn't have a lot of foresight on? You didn't have a lot sure. of, you were part of the planning. Like that's going to be stressful, right? Like for me, I, you know, uh, everything that I do, mm-hmm. I'm a part of, right? right. And, and, and so, but walking into large scale projects that you're like, the oh, biggest, yeah, 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 the fastest state. growing school district. Like, <laughs> I'd be up at night going, "Oh uh-huh. man, oh boy, oh boy." <laughs> oh yeah. So I think a lot of that uh, falls falls on a couple of factors: how how quickly you're able to get into the yep. weeds and start retaining information. Yeah, I think I'm lucky in a couple of respects. I have a project manager named Hugh, mm-hmm. uh, who's been in the district for several years, yep. and so. Anytime I have a question on something, I walk out of my office and go next door and go, oh, hey, by the way, Hugh, about this, yeah. where are the submittals for X, Y, Z? And he goes, oh, yeah, that was part of, you know, yeah. and then he'll show me where in the drive that's at or what file that's in. And I'm like, so it's a little bit of me immersing myself into, you know, what I've inherited. And the, yeah. uh, the other part of that is uh, uh, John, John Blanton, who is also a uh, a plant manager member. Yeah. Uh, left this role and, and left me with a pretty good spreadsheet of yep. like a five-year plan with all that oh what is all in there what all needs to be taken care of and uh some rough estimated budgets for those so um i didn't come into it completely yeah you know completely empty-handed so I, you just hit you just hit something schools that don't have that growth oh yeah can really look at a five-year plan realistically Mm -hmm. right here's where we are here's where we're at and and i don't want to jinx anything but you could have two different things happen you could have something that pumps the brakes right you got a five-year plan now then you get smart people that forecast and do all that stuff and probably Mm -hmm. do it with some good some good looking but um how how you know you could hit the brakes right you could be planning out five years and say yeah we're gonna have to build a new school a year we're gonna have to do this this and this uh, and then all of a sudden the growth stops because that's happened in some districts, mm-hmm. right? That's happened in a district in Texas that was the fastest growing. I'm drawing a blank on the name of it, but they, you know, COVID happened and they went from a, a you know, 10, 15% increase in, in student enrollment year over year to actually missing like 10% of the student population. Nobody knows where they went. That's, right. That happened a lot um, for COVID too, was kids never came back, homeschooling increase and all these other things. Um, or your growth could could extrapolate. They could say, "Hey, Josh is in town. And he's taking care of business." And all of a sudden, you're going a thousand people. Mm-hmm. How 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 much do you see, do you see? Like that's a constant. That's a constant moving target, right? That five oh, year plan is a constant moving target. Yes. Is it? Do you see it as something that you think will be uh, more that you're like you're going to have a lot more? Um, trying to think of the word, but do you think it's going to be harder to to do? that than it was in, in St. Charles or your other districts, or you think that uh, your team and them having that, that adaptability and understanding that you're, you're able to kind of keep up, keep, keep a good handle on that. Yeah. So I tell my, I tell my team all the time and the gentleman next door yeah. uh, named Pat Gutting uh, from Parkway school district, giving yeah. me a hard time. Pat's a great guy, but he tells me all the time. Uh, he's like, uh, are they doing, are they keeping up with, uh, are they keeping up with the speed or are they keeping up with Josh speed? There's a difference. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So uh, <clears throat> anybody who knows me, uh, I'm a I'm a runner and a doer. I like to get things done, and yeah. I, uh, obstacles annoy me. So uh, <laughs> I like to I like to get a plan together, and I like to uh, I like to make decisive uh, take decisive action on those on those plans. Yeah. So, um, but no, to answer your question, I think I was fortunate enough to come into a situation where I have people who also want to run and do and get things yeah. done, and uh, you know, for me, they're you know, that I think they're 
I think they're buying in and tr trusting the process. Yeah. Trust in the process. Uh, I read it, or I, I watched in a, uh, another podcast a while back was trusting the process is just another is a fancy way of saying I've messed up before and I've made these mistakes. You're going to have to have some faith in me because I know what pitfalls to avoid. Yeah. And so <clears throat> I, I kind of held on to that. I thought that made a lot of sense. Yeah, and, and you because you've done that, you also understand that you're willing to yeah. you're willing to fall into some of those again to get to that next step, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, it's it's uh, it's interesting. My my uh, one of my business advisors, friends, trusted uh, people in my life, Les Trackman. Uh, he's a successor CEO, which is kind of what uh, a successor facility director mm -hmm. is in a school district that's coming into a situation like yours. He wrote a book titled "Don't F It Up." And uh, it's for successor CEO and 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 the founders to kind of mm. understand what all that means. And looking at the title, so many people look at it like you know it, it's a book that that is giving you all the guidance on how not to f things up. And the reality is, when you're coming in, you're actually willing to f things up mm -hmm. um, to make it better, right. right? But you also have that history. You also have those wounds that says, uh -huh. "Oh, I've done this. Mm -hmm. This, this, this. We don't need to do again." <laughs> but this, this is uncharted territory, and I, I think I'm, I think I'm good to go to try this and see how it works. Mm -hmm. You guys all need to be on board with right. me, which is kind of cool. But yeah, no, I think, I think you spot on. I'm, I, I love obstacles annoy me. That's a, mm -hmm. that's a good one. Um, no, I, I, this is, uh, this is good stuff. Now, your brother. Before we go, I want a couple. There's a couple things that hit me. Um, was your brother in the warehouse growing up too? Is that how he? Yeah. Yeah. So, so we, we all, uh, we all, I'm, I'm quite a bit older than, uh, than he is uh, yep. by about 10 years. And, and, uh, so yeah, but he had, he had a very similar upbringing as I did yep. and, uh, very handy, very, very sharp, very knowledgeable. What yep. he does. I think he has a very, very high aptitude for, for getting these things done. He's yep. going to do, he's going to do great over there. That's he'll, amazing. He'll do great. Yeah, well, that's that's always great when you can have it. And when I say the, you know, the father son, um, I actually just had one in uh, in Frederick County. I, mm -hmm. I actually have a uh, is a young man over there. His name's Travis Tracy, and I've always I've always put him. I've known him mm -hmm. since he was just starting out um, in his in his early twenties. Just bright, 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 bright. And uh, and I and I spoke to their school district last week, mm -hmm. and I had no idea. And I and I said in front of all of them, I says I put. Travis Tracy, I put you in the top five people in the country that I would go to <laughs> sure. to look to, to learn, to ask questions, to do all this stuff. And then I have, and I get done and, and uh, this guy comes up to me and he says, I guess I did my job. And I said, what? And he says, that's my son. And I was like, I had no idea. That's oh, wow. Yeah, son yeah. Working in the same district. And so that was what I was carrying off yeah. of. Uh, but having, you know, your brother, you know, you pick up the phone and call and say, Hey, what do you think about this? And, you know, being able to compare notes sure. and talk about stuff has got to be got to be kind of cool. And carrying in your father's mm -hmm. honor, yep, uh, that legacy, which that has to that has to deliver mm -hmm. pride to your family as a whole. You know? Certainly does. I yep. remember, uh, I remember one of the last things I I even said to my dad, uh, rest his soul, was uh, uh, I just I just always wanted to do my dad proud. I really yeah. did. I was I'm that typical yeah. typical son that just wanted to make his dad proud yep. really and just do a good job so yeah yeah well i'm sure i'm sure that he's uh wherever he is looking down on you he's mm -hmm. he's smiling every day that you're doing the right things and you're in what i consider one of the best professions i get to look from the outside looking in sure. like i say is i'm not i'm not everyday boots on the ground <laughs> in a district 
but I get to, I get to be a piece of, I get to be a piece of thousands of districts, which is really mm-hmm. cool. Um, and then share things. And, uh, uh, I think that that's one of the best professions and yeah. uh, most unsung heroes in any profession uh, are operations professionals. Right. And uh, I think you at the helm is good uh, in Wentzville and in the state, because what you're doing with MSPMA is, you know, you're casting a wider net mm-hmm. to help and make a difference, not just in your community that you work in, but in all com- communities in Missouri. And, uh, you know, my prediction and in, in watching you guys grow and all the things you're doing, there's other states that are looking at you and they're saying, what little show me most state guys doing because they're doing some good stuff. We need to we need to kind of follow suit, yeah. or we need to pick their brain, or we need to. I, I know I I know I've talked to. We've seen the fall conference. Oh well, it's enormous. Let me tell you something. Well, we've been to a couple of conferences. Um, we went to New Jersey, and there were people from New York there, and other people from Massachusetts, um, <clears throat> Wisconsin. The, all these states are talking about you mm-hmm. guys, and you're going to have. I would predict you're going to have seven or eight states. They're going to be knocking on your door saying, hey, can we come to your conference and see what's going on? We want to see if there's stuff that we can take mm-hmm. away for our for our association. And that's when the secret sauce happens. Mm-hmm. That's when you have this widespread, uh, you know, ripple effect. You know, it's mm-hmm. the, you drop the stone in the water and the wave kind of goes yep. up like this. And uh, I think that's I think we're, that's going to be something really cool yeah. uh, to be a part of. So, you know, congratulations on, Thank on you. the opportunity. So. Thank you. Um, this has been great. They're breaking. You guys have a board meeting and I'm going to get more of your board members on the hot seat. <laughs> um, but you get to be the first episode that we're going to release. Um, did I miss anything? Is there anything? Is there, a, is there so. a question that you've always wanted somebody to ask you that never has uh, oh, crystal man. ball? Any, anything that I'm, anything I wish if you can find Yeah. Crystal ball wise, yeah. you can help me with uh, <laughs> the labor shortage. We'll, we'll have a lot of, that was, you know what, that was going to be one of my questions. Fastest growing in the state sounds like you're doing great stuff are you having the, the labor challenges oh yeah yeah i'm i'm we're no we're no different than anyone else yeah we're short uh 40 custodians a couple of maintenance workers but we're we're doing what we can and and my hats off to to those to yeah. those folks cleaning and and scrubbing and 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 fixing rooftop units and all day long every day and keeping keeping the kids yeah. happy in in comfortable buildings with good air quality and, yeah. and lights are on there's something to be said about that. Yeah. I mean, I know there there isn't a there isn't a school district where um, I can say that 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 those professionals are looked at. I kind of look at um, school bus drivers too. Yeah, uh, and I call one. them smile providers. Yep. I don't call them school bus drivers. I call them smile providers. And I sit here and I look at you know at one point a couple of years ago the national average for a school bus driver was about sixteen dollars an hour, and custodians was was there or in some cases less. Um, and I say, these are the first and last smiles that a lot of these kids are going to get. Mm-hmm. And a lot of kids on Friday and the, when they get off the school bus or they're walking away from the yep. custodian that talk to them, that's the last good conversation. The last smile that they see until Monday, they can't wait mm-hmm. to come back to school until Monday. Um, and when you start putting that stuff and those, the, those ideas and those feelings, and the, it's not just pushing a broom. It's not just doing, you know, driving a bus and the value, you know, we talk about <clears> our kids can't put a value on it mm-hmm. can't put a price on that yeah um and so we need to as a whole and i think that's something um you know sadly schools don't have enough there aren't enough schools that have a pr department that are actively saying mm-hmm. hey let me put this out here um i was just in Milwaukee, wisconsin john stangler uh, in their district and he's staffed and he's stocked and i look at why and it's 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 obvious like if you look at their instagram page you look at their social media presence mm-hmm. you look at their community um People want to work there. Yeah. There's a commitment wall. When you walk into the elementary school 
There's a commitment wall and every teacher and every faculty member signs that, which is to give the best possible environment and education for kid, their kids every single day. And oh, every yeah. single faculty and teacher has their signature on that mm-hmm. wall. So when you walk in, you're given 100% every day because your name's written on that mm-hmm. wall. That's pretty cool. Uh, but we got some work to do. And I think uh, I think we're going to get better. And I think uh, I think that, uh, as I say, COVID, I think there was a lot bad with COVID, but I think there was a bit, a bit of good. And one of the, the good things was that facilities and operations and education was in the spotlight. We just need to keep it on. Mm-hmm. So we do. Uh, so, hey, listen, keep up the great work. You came onto this with little to no advance notice. I grabbed you in the hallway and said, Josh, you got to get on the podcast. And you came on here. Yeah. And you knocked it out of the park because you're a seasoned veteran. No hazing needed. Uh, <laughs> keep up the awesome work. Thank you for letting me be a part of Absolutely. the organization with you and your uh, fellow board members. I look forward to hopefully continuing this for, sure. for years to it. come and uh, make this thing work. So um, that will do it for episode one in person. This is the first series of podcasts we're doing in person. Um, really appreciate everybody's support. It's it's wild that we've had thousands of downloads uh, and, and, um, people listening and watching in just eight episodes. Uh, I, I know that it's good stuff. And a lot of you are, are in Missouri uh, and Kansas and, and neighboring states. If we're doing a great job, please give us a five-star rating and review. Um, if we've, if we've earned it, give it to us uh, so that we can continue to grow and expand and uh, share stories like Josh's with others. If we haven't send me an email, Josh, J O S H at be awesome. B E A U S M.com. Tell me what I'm doing wrong. Uh, I know it's not my guests. They all they all get five stars. So if anybody's not getting the five star, it's me. Uh, follow us on LinkedIn. Uh, that once we get to 150 followers on there, we can start doing these live, and that'll be really cool because we can answer your questions. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. And uh, appreciate you sitting here with us. Have an awesome day.